There's a spiritual war that's going on for our communities. It's a war between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And God wants to equip us to be His occupying force in our communities. Join in today to learn more. Welcome to today's episode of Occupying Force. We're your hosts, Richard and Kimberly Wilson. And we want to make you aware of a program that we have coming up. It's a class that we're doing on Zoom called City Transformation Through Prayer. You can sign up for that by visiting our website at www.watchmenarise.com. Class starts October 4th and runs through November 29th. Today we want to continue with the passage that we've been looking at out of Mark chapter 16. And today we're looking at verse 18, and in this he says, They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So, one of the issues we're seeing here is has to do with healing. And the question we ask is, healing from what? Many people, when they think about healing, they think about it as an opportunity to overcome a physical disease. Well, that's part of it. We think that's important. Others may think of healing as an activity that happens in the heart, like emotional healing, inner healing. We're for all of those things. We're definitely for laying hands on the sick that they might recover. But we're going to broaden this out even in the context of what Jesus was talking about. The thought that Jesus said this after he told the disciples to go into all the world and preach and how recovering from sickness goes beyond the individual to the nation's is not really thought about. In this passage, it's full of instruction to take the activity of the kingdom outside of the four walls of the church. And when he said, lay hands on the sick and they will recover in the context of healing nations, that's something we often don't think about. We think about the individual. The concept wasn't foreign to the disciples. For example, when we look at 2 Chronicles 7.14, any intercessor knows this, if my people who will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And we, we know this. It's like the mantra of the intercessory and prayer movement. But what we see is that we're given keys to heal our land in that one. So there's a healing of the nation that is portrayed in that passage. Old Testament prophets, they focused on restoration of their nations. So the apostles, disciples, were used by God as reconcilers of societal disputes. They were teachers of God's health care principles, in addition to operating as supernatural healers. As the church advanced following Jesus' death, there are various models of ways to lay hands on a nation's sick. And so we began to see those things to develop down through the generations. There's mercy ministries, there's reconciliation ministries, there's medicine and health care. Those are all ways of carrying out the Great Commission. So in this lesson, we're going to look at medicine and health care. So there is a biblical view of health and healing that we want to lay out today. If we look at the topic of sickness in a nation, what are those sicknesses? Okay, It's not only diseases of the body that are going on. In this day and age, we're dealing with COVID going on all throughout the nations. It's an issue and it is a national problem that's going on. But also other sicknesses are things like divisions among people groups. 
Also, brokenness of a culture due to severe natural disasters or man-made causes. You know, we look at Louisiana right now, just had a tremendous hurricane go through there, and it's caused great devastation in that area. It's caused brokenness or sickness in the land there. Another one is severe poverty and a lack of basic needs for living. Drug addiction and mental health or other sicknesses. All these things result in a nation's well-being being disrupted when they happen. We recognize those things. So what are God's promises when it comes to health and healing the nations? Well, if we talk about healing physical disease, then how does God do that? Well, God does it by working miracles. He also does it by the whole ministry of medicine. Another one is talking about healing poverty. Well, okay, what is God's provision? Well, he gives us everything to do with mercy ministries, emergency relief ministry, and then what about in terms of healing divisions? Well, that comes in reconciliation ministry. What is God's medical care plan? I mean, God says in scripture, he says, I am the God who heals you. He says it in Exodus 15. He says in Deuteronomy 7:15. So it's clear that God promised to take away the diseases from his people. Psalm 103, verse 2 to 3, he says, He heals all of our diseases. You know, Matthew 18, 17, Jesus took our infirmities. So we recognize that it is the will of God to heal. Yes. Let's clarify that. What we're doing is broadening the whole concept of it is God's desire to heal. Not just physical bodies, but even that which has to do with the cities, the territories, the communities that we're in. So it's very clear, don't, don't get thrown off. I mean, it's very clear Jesus took our infirmities upon himself. Jesus going to the cross, being buried, being resurrected, ascended. Jesus has opened the door so that all of our sicknesses can be indeed taken care of. Part of God's medical plan also is just very practical things that we do in our life. And Moses received tons of instruction that he gave to the people on how to live in, in community and how to be healthy. We look at things like diet and nutrition. You know, it's very interesting that Satan used food to entice Adam and Eve. He used a piece of fruit and said, hey, let's cause you to go into sin with this. He also used food to tempt Jesus when he said, hey, I got a loaf of bread for you, son of God. Let's see if I can get you to fall. So, you know, Jesus, it's interesting that Jesus used food, and we know it as Holy Communion, as the weapon of warfare of remembrance at the last Passover supper. You know, can we all say, oh, the blood of the lamb. Oh, the blood of the lamb. <laughs> Other things that were taught to God's people our hygiene, sanitation, also quarantining. We see about the lepers, if you're sick, there's certain things that you're to quarantine from the other people so you don't spread disease throughout the camp. But then also God provides supernatural protection. And there are things that cause that supernatural protection to be lifted. Sin can open a door for sickness. Okay, Luke 5, 23 to 24, in that healing process that took place in that passage, it was the forgiveness of sin that caused the healing to take place. So in that particular instance, it was linked. This is not always the case. That was just one way that Jesus was showing us that sickness can come in. So the only humans who lived in perfect health were Adam and Eve prior to the fall, prior to that apple, that piece of fruit. <laughs> 
But today, optimal health, although not perfect health, it comes through three different things. It comes through spiritual regeneration, through biblical obedience, and also we have current medical knowledge. So if we talk about that, we're talking about spiritual regeneration. In other words, coming to the place, we're talking about those that are born again. Immediately when a person is born again, there's spiritual regeneration that takes place. And scripture makes it clear, Paul talks about it, that as a, a man walks into the place of his supernatural being, then God begins to even heal the physical body. So we believe that. It's true. We want people to walk in that and come to the place where literally they're walking in divine health. Kimberly's already talked about there's things if you walk in disobedience to God's word, it opens doors to things. I know people sometimes don't want to hear this, but it absolutely is the truth. If we just talk about the whole thing of diabetes, God has provided the way through his son to heal diabetes. But then life after that miracle takes place. And that means those people can't just go and eat all the sugar they want, all the carbs they want. That's laid out in the word. Those things are wisdom. It's not against us. It's not like God heals and I can do whatever I want to do. That's no different than when I'm born again and now I can do whatever it is I want to do. There's things that take place there. And current medical knowledge. One of the things we've had a great time doing in the last five years is everything, again, I'm hesitant to use the word with the controversy that's going on now with what they're calling science and not science, but literally pure science, those that are studying those things, it's lining up with the word of God. I mean, literally showing forth that, whoa, these things God put in his word and they are truth. Another thing is there's a priestly call to heal. All of us are priests. Now, in the Old Testament, it broke those things down. So the Israelite priests, they were given the responsibility to provide sanitation, to deal with disease in their nations. The priests were the medical practitioners in the Old Testament. One of the things we've learned by hanging out with Native Americans, that they had a medicine man. Many times we hear that word, we automatically go into the thing of some kind of witchcraft. But we know people personally no, the medicine man literally was a man of God, but knew the herbs, knew the things of the earth that would indeed bring healing to the body. So those things are important to us and important for us to know. They laid out all kinds of things in terms of sanitary practices. Leviticus 13, you can go there and look at them, but leprosy, then they diagnosed it and there need to be a quarantine time. But I love the miracle when Jesus heals the guy of leprosy. And what does he tell him? He says, go to the priest. So the priests were the ones that had put him out. He says, now go to the priest and show them that you're completely healed. And so you can see the same thing with infectious diseases and, and the list can go on. But I want to take like a new look at hospitality. First Timothy 5, 8 to 10, it talks about washing the, the saints' feet, assist those in distress, so hospitality then is not separated from sickness. There has to be a hospitality to those that find themselves in all of these sicknesses that we brought out, not just disease to the body, but all these other sicknesses. So we've got to be willing by the anointing to be hospitable then 
to open the door so that we become God's answer to these things that cause sickness in nations. Ezekiel 34.4 says, The shepherds of Israel were rebuked for not showing hospitality. Another point we want to bring out today is medicine and health care. We touched on that a little bit when it comes to uh, the priests and their role, but let's just look at a little bit more modern day. There's a principle of idolatry that can happen when it comes to doctors and medicine, that if we seek them before we seek the Lord, we come to that place of idolatry because we're looking for man to be the solution rather than God to lead us to the solution. Jeremiah 8.22 said, you know, is there a bomb in Gilead? In Colossians 4.14, we read that Luke, the apostle, was a physician. So medicine is not a bad thing. It's an agent of healing, but we don't look to the doctor as the ultimate healer. We go to Father God first and say, okay, what is the deal that's going on? And let him direct our paths with that. I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with the whole term of pharmacia. Is there then that has to do with witchcraft and involved in medicines and things? There absolutely is. If we make it simple, there are structures that have been built by man that those structures then are built upon this that has to do with witchcraft. But if you want to simplify it, they basically take God out of the picture. It's like you get a miracle. You know it was a miracle. You go into the doctor. Well, if he's a doctor then that understands what we're talking about, he said, he'll say, hey, this was God. There's a miracle. And then there's testimonies. You can go in. They can put the x-ray up there. They know it was a miracle, but they'll give no credit to God whatsoever. So when we talk about the spirits, are there demonic spirits and, that are out there that are taking the whole thing of medicine down the wrong way? There absolutely are. And sometimes it's very hard for us when we go into the medical system to be able to discern the difference. If we simply said it this way, you never let any medicine, any doctor, any nurse ever take the place of God. Very important. No, you're going in there trusting God and you're believing that God's going to use the doctor. Therefore, your discernment is to know where is this doctor? Because they've been trained really to just control you and tell you, no, this is exactly what you have to do next. It's important to understand that when we're talking about healing of nations. There has to be a medical um, systems that will be open to that. Let, let's talk about it in terms of taking drugs. Okay, if we're given medicine, then we believe that God gives medicine to heal our body. But there's so many medicines that have all kinds of side effects. So literally, if we're going to take medicine, I'm going to say, God, thank you that you gave this medicine. I believe that you gave it to bring about healing, but guess what? All the side effects that come with it, I nullify every one of them by the blood of Jesus. Those of you who are listening today, I hope you can hear that. Because the blood of Jesus, when that medicine is taken through the blood of Jesus and trusting God, then it can nullify those things that would cause severe side effects. So let's talk a little bit more about this abuse of drugs, because that's really witchcraft in that pharmacia spirit. Drugs that provide altered states of mind deceive the body into a delusion that there is nothing causing pain where there is. And I've watched this firsthand with someone who went in 
and had all kinds of physical issues going on. And the doctor looked and said, you're on so many pain medicines, I can't diagnose you because you don't even know where the pain is. It covers it up. And what happens is it becomes an occult structure in someone's life. And occult means to cover up. Yes. So you see that at work. And often those drugs are a cause of mental illness as well. Medicine itself is a biblical concept. In Ezekiel 47, 12, it says, and by the river on its bank, on one side and on the other will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear every month because their water flows from the sanctuary and their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. And then if we jump to Re Revelation 22, and it talks about the tree that's on each side, 22-2, in the middle of its street on either side of the river was the tree of life bearing 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So we can see here, it's not just individual, it's also for the healing of the nations that's going on as well. So many times people don't recognize food and what they eat as being medicine. In other words, it's either good for you or it's bad for you. And that's one of the things we need to recognize from this scripture, that God indeed has set those things and has put it in place to where when we eat what he wants us to eat, it will bring health to our bodies. Other things that happened were oils and incense were used. Luke 10.34 talks about that as well as Exodus 30.25. Many people are familiar with using essential oils today, and we see that as a way of promoting healing and all that. Well, when you think about the incense that was going on in the Holy of Holies, that brought a healing atmosphere into the very place there. So we're saying natural medicine is okay, but not if there's an attachment to a spiritual element that is demonic. Yeah. And I know sometimes that's hard to recognize, but that's important to us. So again, with natural medicines, it's healing for the nations, but we need to know what is the spirit behind this. So the promise of healing must always include the supernatural healing and miraculous work of God as demonstrated by the ministry of Jesus and exhorted by him for his followers. We believe that, we practice that, but there's a greater context when it comes to bringing healing in a nation. So a lot of what we pulled from today came from our friend Mark Belisle's book, How Nations Lay Hands on Their Sick. Great series of books that he has on how to bring reformation and transformation into our nations. And so we recommend that you go find those on Amazon or go to the Charisma Podcast Network show notes for this episode and you'll see a link there where you, you can order that book. So it is God's desire. It is his will. Yes, to heal those that are physically sick, take care of all those diseases. It is a manifestation of his kingdom, his will being done on earth as it is in heaven. But it works the same way when it comes to that which divisions, cultures, that natural disasters, those things that we brought up with drug addiction, all those things God wants us to partner with him in bringing about healing so that his kingdom will be manifest on earth. We thank you for listening to today's episode of Occupying Force, and we invite you to sign up for our emails. You can go to our website at www.watchmenarise.com 
and you can see what we have going on with the ministry, online classes, sign up for our emails, and we'd love to hear from you. Kick us a message and let us know what you think about the episode. Thanks for listening.